This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we get started with today's show, I want to tell you about Green Mountain Dental. We've had several DNVR listeners switch over to Green Mountain Dental Group over the years and make them their permanent family dentist. Those listeners have personally reached out and let us know how great their experience was and thank us for leading them to such a wonderful place. There's honestly nothing more rewarding than hearing from our listeners, so please tell us about your experience if you have made the switch. If you don't know Green Mountain Dental Group, it's in Lakewood, Colorado, the best damn family-owned dentist in the metro area and extreme Colorado sports fans just like all of us. And what's cool is if you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam right now, you'll receive a free Sonicare toothbrush when you go. Tweet at us. Let us know that you do. Remember, you get a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group. Oh, this show might just be us groaning for like 30 minutes. Oh, God. Dev, uh, welcome to your first Losers Lounge. <laughs> I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. I'm just, I'm just here to not, so I don't get fired. I know. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Losers Lounge. I can't believe this is a Losers Lounge. Yo, I don't. It doesn't feel like a Losers Lounge. It It feels feels like a total Losers Lounge. Are you kidding? I had already, I already cashed the winning. I know. It's so true. I don't feel like we lost. I've not allowed it to really seep into my brain. There's so much for us to talk about tonight, guys. I hate that there is, but there is a whole lot for us to talk about, and a lot of it's bad. Some of it's good. Um, some of it's, you know, whatever, but, um, you know, welcome in. I'm Adam Mades. Joined my, my esteemed colleague, the, Brendan Vogt. Yeah, take everything I say with a grain of salt, because everything I said preseason was wrong. We're <laughs> guys, we're going to get we're gonna get Bubble Murray for 72 games yeah. this year, guys. It's going to be so great. I think they're going to blow the teams like the Kings out. More. They're just going to blow. They're, they're not going to have gonna, close games where they play down. Yeah. Right. Were we second. all tricked? We were all tricked. Yeah, we tricked each other. The one no. thing we the one thing we know is that any conclusion drawn from tonight's game is ap- applicable to the entire yeah, season. The whole season. Uh, and then this man over here in the flannel is D Line Co. That's right. I've decided that I'm my new brand is flannel. It's a good brand. It's a solid brand. I used to have the flannel brand. Uh, and then over here we've got Duvalier, aka Superstar Dev. How's it going? What a way to start. What a way to start. I mean it was it was a fun game. Well, his mic is pointed directly upward. Look at your mic. Look at how. You, look at the angle of so your mic. You, it's at his forehead. We'll give you a couple pro tips. We know you're new to the show, so you're gonna want to move the mic down. <laughs> See, look, it was. Look at there it, was, it is. You it got was it. A for lot him. of complications that was going on. There was, was a lot of complications around and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm holding. Mine, I was so used to being in that chair. It's, Brennan, you look good from that angle. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Was the chair. It was the angle. But you were you were saying something about uh, the Nuggets. Is that who we're talking about today? <laughs> we have to. <laughs> Guys, this was a rough one, man. Um, you know, first game of the season, we're coming off a short offseason, you come off a preseason. I, you kind of expected this game to be, you know, not fresh, not crisp for both teams. And you really expected Denver being the better team, that they were just going to have the graces and, you know, their star players would step up. And for the, you know, the most part, that was true. I mean, tonight, Nikola Jokic was, we have been talking about, we think, an MVP season. Be, this was like... It's it's funny because his stat line of twenty five was it fourteen and fourteen I think it was fourteen and fourteen fifteen rebounds fifteen and yeah. fourteen okay so like the stat line is ridiculous it is like, ridiculous fifteen he, rebounds incredible fourteen assists incredible twenty five what was it twenty how many points twenty nine points all three of those stats are crazy you combine them and it's like what and he had to do it over and over again they yeah. won and lost that game six separate separate times again down the stretch. And calm as you like, Yoku stayed almost like eerily calm all game yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everything about it was just calm, just smooth. It was just like, smooth. Oh, I got okay, I'll do it again. again. I'll he, do it he again. Walked in, yeah. He walked in. They were down big. He came back in the game. He's like, here we go again. Yeah, he's unbothered. He's just like, he just goes about it in like a very workmanlike way. He just does it. You know. Yeah. It was it was frustrating for that performance to go. And and the thing about it is is we've talked so long about you know Yoke has carried this team for six years or five years and now going on six and it's just like oh you know he didn't have to be that but he's so consistently good. I mean the greats are good every single night. He's so consistently good and you think okay this is the year where there's going to be other guys carrying it and then for it to be so many guys having off nights 
and so many. Uh, what's what are you watching over there? Are you watching, I'm watching uh, the DNBA uh, DNVR Nuggets. The Losers Lounge. Oh yeah, it's a good one. I just, I just pulled up the YouTube channel uh, for the comments. <laughs> but so so it's tough. But all right, we're gonna start here. I'm sure we're gonna get a lot of yoke talk in tonight because I mean we want to focus on some of the good tonight. Otherwise, we're gonna just like <laughs> rip our eyeballs out. But Dev, um, biggest takeaway from what happened tonight. Honestly, just how good Jokic like. Looked. That's your first takeaway. That, that's my first takeaway from huh. tonight. It, I wish everything that was about mine. it came so calm, so smooth. It, nothing was forced, and really, the Nuggets could have went to them down the stretch every single play. Uh, they elected not not to, but that was just like we we're used to these Jokic games. That was not a Jokic game to me. I think that he was just like that was pretty easy. It wasn't like mm. he was doing anything incredible. It wasn't anything extra that, that we haven't seen. He did what, what he's always done. And if that's what we're going to see for the entire year, um, especially with how others look tonight, then we're in for, for a pretty good year, even though it was a loss. I mean, I want the optimism that you have today, Dev, but like, it's tough for me like, losing to the Kings to me are probably a bottom 10 team in the NBA. So, you know, losing on your own home court with all that. So I, I, that's not my main takeaway. What about you, Eric? I think, unfortunately, it was uh, just how uh, inept the defense was. Like, yeah. we just were unable to stop. Like, a- a particularly at the point of attack, like, De'Aaron yeah. Fox did whatever he wanted. Those uh, quick think, little guards doing it again. Yeah, I think, I mean, like, unfortunately, I think a lot of that has to do with uh, the personnel we had uh, guarding De'Aaron Fox off, uh, you know, which uh, Jamal Murray fouled out. Um not a not a good game for Jamal in any any stretch of the imagination. But like, just in general, I mean, it's funny. You know, we go we're one game removed from the preseason where we just the pace was incredible, the defense was incredible, and it just turns out Portland was just not interested. In basketball, <laughs> and it so. was the preseason, and we really hoped that it yeah. was a little bit more vote for you. Yeah, Jamal Murray, hard to look away yeah. from Jamal. Just where do you start? It was all bad. The yeah. game didn't look that slow for him. The decision-making didn't look great. He looked a little slower physically than we last saw him in the bubble. The three-pointers looked mm. like he decided to take them like two seconds too late and then bricked them off the back iron. Like it, it was really, really rough. And he fouls out. A lot of talk about him stepping up, being ready to guard his assignment in the preseason. Malone talked about it. He talked about it. First test right out of the gate. Gets Fouls smoked out, dude. by De'Aaron Fox. So... It, it it's hard to look away from that right now even so, with what yoke did to me i think all of these are great points to me it is jamal because it, it goes alongside with what you're talking about which is the nuggets you know they're small now the nuggets are small and they played small tonight and you think like the one of the advantages for that is you're gonna have perimeter defense you're gonna have guys that you lose rim protection but you get some on the perimeter and they didn't have that and in particular, we talk about Jamal Murray coming out of the bubble, and okay, this is a springboard for him. And look, it still might be. This is one game. I'm just, this, I, this, none of this is definitive or, or defining of him and his, the season he is going to have. But to come out on night one, match up with a non All Star in De'Aaron Fox, a guy that you are ahead of, both in terms of experience and in just like the ranking, and get absolutely smoked in that matchup to the extent that Jokic can have like an A plus game, even by his standards and you still lose to a bad team. That's how bad Jamal was tonight. So and bad, uh, you know, Eric, you were on this all night. He just didn't look healthy. And I, and I'm not trying to make an excuse for Jamal, like, or, or say this or that, but it's more just about how Jokic doesn't have games that are that bad. That's no. the difference between him and Jamal. It's Jamal true. has great games, but Jokic's bad games are like, he wasn't fully into it. He just like, he chose, he chose not to shoot. It's, yeah, it's exactly. Like, yeah. A, a bad game. I guess you're right. He does pout from time to time. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Murray tonight just looked like he couldn't do anything yeah, against anybody. Mad. Even some of his like dribble drives, you're like, man, and that's to your point about him looking hurt. So saying, yeah, his leg, dude, it's always about Murray's legs. I'm so tired about talking about Jamal Murray's legs and we'll never be free. We'll never it be is free. crazy that he's banged up already. Yo, it, to me, it looked like he, uh, he if may maybe, have been maybe, sore. I don't, I don't know. I shouldn't say To me, it looked like he was maybe sore from, uh, lifting too much or maybe he was like <laughs> out late last night he just was like sloppy dribbling the ball off his knee he just like was unengaged yeah. in every every facet it was it was N- nine points four rebounds one assist two steals um zero blocks two turnovers so he goes oh a five from three and by the way so he does foul out tonight but he still played 34 minutes which i think is going to be a more than his average he's going to average 33 32 33 minutes per game this year so he plays more than his average only gets up five threes that was one of our questions is he going to find him doesn't hit any of them and then actually the only bucket he makes was a dunk um you know uh, off of a curl so he didn't actually hit dunk. any any perimeter shots and it's just tough man like we talked about 
do you expect Jamal Murray to play great every night? No. Do you expect him to have bad games? Of course. It, it, sure, for of him, course, like yeah. Jokic, no, but him, yeah, I do. But for him to have a game that even last year would have counted Yo. in his bottom like five games, but right off the bat, it's right like, off uh, the bat, if, <laughs> you know, if they go out and they win their next five, we can circle back and laugh at it. It's like you couldn't, yeah. after everything he did in the bubble and everything, as, as Nuggets media, you, you have to say about him at that point right. because he's shown you. You could not hand write a funnier start to his season. But I think that's the that. thing. I think that how good he was in the bubble is the reason that we're so down on of him course. right now. Because, our, our expectations were right. But that was a bad game not, by... This was a bad game for sure. It was a bad game. But standard. he starts every year out kind of I like know. True. Yeah, but every, true. every year, this is Jamal. He this starts is, out the first few games that he's just trying to find his rhythm and yeah. trying to get back to himself. And then he's back to himself, and we're back on the right, wagon. But right, that's the right. thing; like the, the the disappointment only comes when your reality does not match your expectations. Yeah, Our totally. expectations have risen to the point where we're like, okay, the bubble happens. We see our wildest dreams of jamal murray unfold before our very eyes and we're like yep all right he's that dude like we talked about the ascension like i didn't realize it was like a, an elevator he's just gonna go up and down and, up and down. <laughs> um so whatever like yeah it, i mean like exactly this is one game but it, it, it is just like it's just disappointing on, yeah like, it was just disappointing man that's, uh, what, that's all it is you don't yeah. you don't want to circle back and wash away all your preseason takes just yet and, and the defense is go back delete all of the pre <laughs> so profiles. number one for me would be jamal murray number two would probably be Jokic. number three for me actually number four is gonna be michael porter who we'll talk about next but number three for me is you know the bench unit against the golden state warriors look like a disaster right yep. denver falls behind by 20 in the next two games against Portland, they looked incredible, <laughs> incredible. But they also looked incredible with a different rotation yep. than what we saw tonight. Tonight we saw the mini lads. I'm kind of out on the mini lads, guys. <laughs> like it's not- uh, Ryan Blackburn <laughs> had a great back-to-back team. So we finally saw the mini lads. I hate this lineup. Yeah. <laughs> Five minutes apart. Yeah, like they're just. You, it turns out they're actually really small. You and, need a power forward, and you've got guys like Compasso who didn't have a, a noteworthy game tonight. But you know, you put them off ball. You put a bunch of other guys out there. Like it just didn't. It didn't seem to pop at all. So <laughs> the mini badge, and then Hartenstein, who we all are very you know high on and have and enjoyed what we saw. Oh, oh. The thing about yeah, Hartenstein was, was that he fouls a lot, and we saw a little bit of this in the preseason. Well, tonight he couldn't stay on the court. Like he. He gets, what, nine minutes tonight, four fouls. And the reason he only got nine minutes is because he kept fouling. They're like, all right, well, we just got to pull him out. He's just running into So that second unit to me becomes storyline number three, behind Murray, behind yep. Jokic. Yep. And it, Yo, I, I think there's actually another storyline in there that might sneak up ahead of it. What's that? Michael. Well, I said that was four. Oh. Well, yeah, Michael Porter. <laughs> we'll well, I, think, I, think I, I think that's number three. Well, let's go like this. Let's kind of have some ups <laughs> and downs. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we did Yoke. We yeah, did Maria. Yeah, yeah. So it's not an objective list. Yeah, yeah. Understand. This is emotionally catered list. <laughs> emotionally <laughs> catered list. No, but that second unit, you know, Denver has a lot of great players. but there, I, I, And this is one of the things I tweeted out is that second unit still feels like for all the great players there are, there's only certain combinations of those players that are going to work. And you're going to have to decide between some of those guards. You can't play them all at the same time. That's also going to make it really tough to to basically gauge the second unit and how good they're actually doing because they're going with small lineups. Like you have guys playing spots they're not supposed to. You have PJ Dozier at the the power forward spot. That's not his regular spot. That's not who he, he no typically kidding. defends yeah. and things like that. So it's going to make it hard for you to say the second unit looks really bad or really good. Right now, look it looked bad because the Kings were really running it to him. They're scoring at will. Um, and things like that. But it, it really makes it hard for me to say the second unit looks bad or the mini lads look bad because <laughs> it was some reason when he said yeah, it's like, like, so like way funnier. We've done it. It's <laughs> way funnier. When he slides it into like, uh, just like real analysis. Just like, uh, it's an inside joke. Every time I see like fingers wiggle, like they touch each other, like, yes, he said it. <laughs> <laughs> it is going to be very difficult for you to like, to say how bad they look because that's not really what a second unit looks like. I don't yeah. even feel like I got a sense of what the second unit yeah, is no clue. or what right, that right, rotation yeah. is. No clue. And no obviously, clue. of course, we should mention Jermichael Green, the backup power forward, did not play tonight. He's out. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that would have changed. No, but it might have changed the rotation. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're talking about a yeah. uh, game they lost by one basket yeah, where they, they literally yeah. should have won that game. Uh, oh, my God. That could have changed everything. Jermichael, oh let us down. Having <laughs> the size changes it, though, completely. Like Those, Even if they was to, were to throw in like Bobo or somebody that just is a bigger body, that wasn't Hardenstein, who's just fouling every play. Yeah. 
um so that's gonna be a thing that i think going forward it's gonna continue to be a thing for denver like i don't we talked about this the the first 10 games maybe 15 games of the season are gonna feel a little bit like preseason and that teams are gonna be experimenting and figuring out their identity and and there's gonna be a lot of fluidity for not just the nuggets but for all teams but i think especially true for the nuggets in that second unit um all right the fourth storyline for me is michael porter jr uh he starts i'm not i'm Guys, you got got. I got got. I got got for sure. I thought it sure felt like Malone was laying all of the groundwork for Michael Porter to not to to come off of the bench. He starts tonight, and I thought, you know, he had an up and down night. Yeah, he still is very much a guy that just doesn't know the game. But my God, the guy's so talented, and the stuff he does, like just conjuring buckets out of thin air and knocking down shots that are like no, 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 yes shots. And tonight he finishes with twenty four points on fifteen shots, which is incredible efficiency uh five rebounds two assists two steals three three blocks blocks. that's a full stat line for him now he still does make a lot of like infuriating decisions slash mistakes but for me you know it's encouraging because i didn't think michael porter had a good preseason he had that last game and i thought all of his points came in the third quarter of that last preseason game and it was kind of like okay well he had one good quarter not even one whole good game tonight was a good very good game from him and and um maybe part of that was murray being out and sort yeah, of him being yes, forced into that so. second option with Yoke, but um, I don't know. I mean, if there's if there's silver linings to it, Yoke looks incredible. Michael Porter looks incredible. I mean, we're a really weird ending and couple bounces yeah, away they, from a game winning you know, block they, they, from they, a game winning block game. from Michael right. Porter Jr. I mean, he who was in the right place. It was an incredible effort on that contest. Yeah. So I thought he played really well. And you know, up and down game. You know, he hits this monster three. Come down the immediately gives up a three on the other end of the floor. You know what's so funny is like we spend all this time talking about like who's going to be in the starting rotation. What's the starting rotation going to be? And then to close out the game, both MPJ and Barton are yeah, on the yeah, floor. Yeah. Well, know. in large part because Jamal Murray fouled out. But, but I was just going to say though, basket. It, you know, with MPJ, you get that, you know, makes a three, gives up a three. But for all of it, it was a good game and he was in a position to make the game winning play yep. and, he, and he made it. And yep. it just didn't work out that way, but yeah. I thought he played great too. And you got to see like the the the, diff- the strides that Michael Porter Jr. made throughout the game because early yeah. on they attacked him, they went after him every single time down the court, and he kind of adjusted. He started to to step over and help side. He's deflecting lots of passes. He's grabbing all of these rebounds. Um, so with a player like that who's so talented, you have to take the good with the bad. There's there's a lot of bl- bad plays with Michael Porter Jr., but there yeah. was a lot of positives that we seen tonight too. And He's a bucket. Everything about him is a basket. He, he can score in every single way. Um, he makes it a lot easier for Jokic out there when Jamal's having a bad game. We saw that tonight. Uh, a player that could just score at will. Yo, he, that, I mean, just to say, to, to, to really point out the value of Michael Porter Jr., we were down by like four points, six points. We couldn't quite close that gap. Uh, Jokic misses a free throw and MPJ knifes in. Oh, gets man. The offensive Huge play. bucket. Like, that's, that's just the stuff he does. That's enormous. not like there's no. You know, there's no thinking to that. He's just like, go get it. And he gets it. Totally. And he makes yeah. plays like that. I, and I got to say, like, the, I hope he learns the game so quick. The he's so talented. Play, the he just doesn't know what he's yeah. doing. The boneheaded plays are going down. But granted, they started off like because there yeah. were so many. Yeah, he was like, like now we have. He like, was like Hassan Whiteside level <laughs> boneheaded <laughs> yeah, plays. And yeah. now he's down to, I don't even He was know, good, man. though, man. MBJ was good. Yeah, you know, he's like J.R. Smith. You know, he's graduated uh, up to J.R. Smith. Uh, probably putting popcorn in somebody's car right now. That is rough. All right. Why don't we take a break? We're going to talk about. You know, Will Barton, I see some people in here like so yeah, Barton so like he's really catching a lot of bullets here for him, which I think ah, is that like, took uh <coughs> Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Oh, right away. Right away. He yeah. had some mistakes though. He did have some oh, mistakes, course. but uh um, but yeah. Uh, let's take a break and then we'll get to some of that stuff on the other side. Brackenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR. Oh, I'm man. sure families are looking Speaking for which, some can fun I get one? outdoor Kale, activities. Can I get, uh, what do we have? What is it we'll called? The, the hazy? Oh, no, we don't. The, the juice drops out of there. The juice drops. The juice drops. Where's it at? It's not in there. All right. All right, relax. Perfect. I'm going to do the read. I'm sure <laughs> this families is, this is like a read. This is real life are looking reads. for some fun outdoor activities during the shutdown here in Denver. Breck set up an awesome skating rink outside the farmhouse. $3 to skate with your own skates, 6 for a rental. They also have an awesome tubing hill that's currently free. Parents, enjoy those beers, delicious food, cozy outdoor setup. Let your kids run wild. Remember, supporting our partners is supporting us during the crazy uh, during this crazy, crazy time. Check out that hazy IPA juice drop. It's a... Uh, one of the I'm favorites in DNVR right now. Adam's trying to make it for one right now. A uh, lot of good flavors oh, at Breckenridge Brewery. Kale running it with a if you're not sure where to find it, Google Breck Beer Locator, punch in your address. It'll give you where the nearest stuff is, uh, down to the tenth of a mile. 
That was amazing. I like uh, Adam. Adam, Adam uh, just essentially clapped his hands and made Kale start running. And Dude, it super, you're trying to sow this division between DMVR and I'm going to appreciate it. Super producer Kale is 10 out of 10 producer. Someone in the crowd is... Because what, probably, because what, what is what like I this? said? He saved the show. Yeah, but what did I say? What did I say if it was untrue? I mean, Let people like, do their roles, man. Let his role is for, for you to clap your... <laughs> oh my God, come on. Okay, anyway, now is the time to apply and register for classes at MSU Denver Online. The spring semesters... I know, dude. I think Harrison hates being Harrison, too. If you watch these back, um, the spring semester starts January 19th. Time and time again, the one thing that will protect you against economic downturns is an education allowing you to adapt into varying careers. Go ahead and build your toolbox now at MSU. Uh, look, right now, everything in life is about safety and convenience. Um, the world is still turning, even though it seems like parts of your life have stopped. You don't have to choose right now. Keep the education gears turning. Check out MSU Denver online. Don't sacrifice. It's not a lazy experience. Get that education from the comfort and safety of your home. So back, back here on Ooh, the DNBR, the Losers Lounge, the oh, DNBR Nuggets oh, podcast. Hit that so hard, bro. Yeah, I know. Um, so if you guys don't know, if you're new to this show, obviously we do post game shows after every game. Preferably winners lounges, but occasionally yeah, are, we have to do the losers lounge. Those are like the tonight. preferable version. They the are lounge. the preferable. We will be back for Christmas. Can't wait for that. Um, but uh, this is also a podcast. So should you you know have to get to bed or just not feeling it that night or whatever, check it out the next day. Uh, the DNBR Nuggets podcast. Okay. So. Okay, so let's talk about Will Barton tonight because he comes off of the bench. Yep. Immediately makes an impact. Ten points. <laughs> Ten points in like four minutes. Had it's a great, great stretch. Killer Incredible first stretch. Half. Killer first half. Um, down the stretch of this game, correct me if I'm wrong, what I'm missing here. The thing that people are upset about was that he completely botched the game-winning dunk. Like he like slowed down. He, he the, curls around. It looks like it's a wide-open layup to yeah. put him up four, which – there was, I don't know, how many seconds? Eight seconds or something like that left? Very few seconds. It was as though Moses himself parted the Red Sea and then slowly. There, so there's an argument for distributing it. Out I don't think there is, though. This, okay. this is my point is there was, if there's like three seconds, then I agree with you because you can dribble it out. It takes him a second to catch you. And you now there's only two or one or whatever. If there's eight seconds, you're only going to waste an extra second or two. And now you got to shoot free throws. If you have a guaranteed shot, oh, he you got to take it. What he did wrong, in my opinion, wasn't going for the shot it's that he slowed he the slowed way the down, f down laid it up softly and just got completely so to me it was a bad like basketball play not a selfish play like i didn't i didn't think there was anything barton did there that was like well, you know you're being selfish with it he, he just he, didn't finish the play yeah, yeah. he just, didn't he, he, just he like he uh, bad take. he approached it as though it was the first game of the year against the kings like yeah he, he did like, approach it he that assumed way. that the kings were just gonna back down and allow that dunk to happen it just did not happen so we've been wondering about barton and his like athleticism because of this injury or this or that and i Yo. did never once thought anything about his body until that shot and i looked at it and i'm like how do you not dunk that? How do you not like sprint to the basket, get it up quick and, and finish it? And he just like slows down. And, and and so that to me was what was so frustrating about it. And then, you know, I don't know if there was another play that people are referencing. Have I forgotten? Maybe there's the one? pick and roll. People are interpreting that differently with Yoke, the offensive foul call. So on that one, what happened, in my opinion, what happened on that one, Yoke waited really, really, really late. And it's because it was the last shot. I thought, Yoke, and we were saying it in real time, I'm like, Yoke's waiting too long on this. And then... Barton got a little got a little itchy to go as well, and he went early, and and Jokic ends up getting the lamest freaking foul you the can worst. possibly Dude, call in that moment. That but, all sucked. Yeah, they're, they're, like so much of that like one minute span just encapsulates yeah, know, what I it know. is to watch an NBA basketball game where somebody literally touching the shoulder of a. Uh, defender passing by is a foul. And then as it got into overtime, there were no fouls of any kind. Like Jokic just got punched in the face. Yeah, like, and and, and was like, oh, it's fine. It's whatever. And like the Nuggets lost this game through execution. But like, what is the point of playing a professional basketball game if it comes down to that and we're calling know, that foul? Know, just sucks. let them play it out. Man. It sucks. But I thought Barton like had a great first quarter and into the second quarter was great. And then yeah. he was quiet after that. And then th there was that play, which again, I think was a bad finish, but not yeah. a selfish play by any means. I don't think, it, and I don't even think it was a dumb play. It was just, he didn't execute it right. You well, need plus, to go up and dunk he that. Was, uh, he was the one ding up Harrison Barnes and Harrison Barnes. Torched his, talking, about Barton, talking about Barton. I thought that was the biggest knock. I thought he had a really rough game. You but know, at the same time, like Darren Fox was torching him, you know? Yeah. Like, and you know, 16 uh, shots, second most on, on the team tonight. Not great. Seven for 16. Not terrible. Um, you know, look, four assists, second highest mark on the team. Ball wasn't popping enough, but 
I just wish we could differentiate between Barton didn't play well and like, oh, he's selfish. I just don't understand. Whatever. We, we don't have to have yeah, that yeah. argument. Yeah, but we don't have to have it. But he I, does. He forces. I thought he was moving the ball. At least in the first half, he looked really crisp in that way. I think, I think if you just really break it down from just like a fan watching, they, they broke down the first the first play to, to try to win in overtime. Um, where actually, if you like take a look at the play, Jokic actually like went to him on the sideline and like went and talked to him. Maybe he says, hey, I should have went on that faster. Or I should have, you know, went into it. So maybe that actually changed how Barton went about it in the second overtime because he did kind of try to delay, even though it wouldn't have it did too much time. But also we already know that Barton is the scapegoat. That's the right. person. I, that, I feel like that's what it was. I mean, look, yeah, there was a lot of guys that played bad. I thought he had a good first stint, disappeared. Yeah. And then defensively, every single guard in this roster got torched tonight. Corey Joseph went off tonight. I mean, Corey Joseph was like murdering people. So um, that that part's unfortunate. Gary Harris next on my list here, zero of four from three, and those they were good looks. And again, this is small sample size, but with Gary, we're just every miss or every game where he goes and does not make a wide open three, we're all going to be like. And that was so. If we talk about another bad vibe, it was Gary tonight. And I, I'm usually the person that's like on Gary Harris's side, even though I sold my stock. Um, <laughs> and, and the reason for that is because he usually plays. <laughs> he didn't good. sell it all, didn't he? <laughs> he usually all sold played, all of the stock. All he, the said. Sto- he had none for, left. Stonk for portfolio. Wide but open. the thing is, he plays good defense, and I think that you like should hold him to a different bar. But tonight, there right. was not as much defense. You didn't see all those defensive plays or 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 stops because De'Aaron Fox is, is a is a guard. And that's who like his his matchup was for most of the night when Murray could not do it. Um, so I think that Gary didn't make as many big plays defensively. And on top of that, he's missing all of his shots. So yeah. now it makes it hard. Like, what is he out there for? What are we doing here if he's not making stops or or um, making any shots? So yeah. I think that Gary Harris had to have a bad night for me. Yeah, man. Every time he, it's it's one thing if he's finishing the play. But every time it's up to him to create something or even just like reset, it's an adventure. You know, when he starts dribbling, when he brings his when he lifts his head up and starts backing it out and starts dribbling, I'm like, what's happening here? Because I, I don't even think Gary knows. <laughs> and that that's the part to me. It's just the feel is just not there. A um, little bit later in the show, Harrison Wind, who's at Pepsi, jeez, uh, at Ball Arena as uh, we speak. Oh man, the Nuggets are zero and one at Ball Arena. Ball you know arena. what though? Oh, it's like not, all time. Dude, Ball Arena is is not Ball Arena until fans are able to walk into that building. Right now, this is just a nameless arena that is in Denver, Colorado. We can't like uh, they paid a lot of money for us to call. I know, but it is Ball Arena. But I'm saying like it's not. This is not the official kickoff of Ball Arena. Ball Arena's fate has not been sealed by Terrible this initial. Yeah, I'm gonna be like. They still have a grand. Opening. This is like it's like the DNVR bar yeah, yeah, yeah. we're like in right the, now. The DNVR bar is not has never. It's never really opened. opened. Yeah, and it's actually not actually open. Some people have either, toured so. it a little bit here or there. Um, yeah, so Harrison Wynn will be kind of sharing what what people had to say. I know Jokic talked. I know Michael Porter talked. I know Michael Malone talked, and he looked like he was not happy, as you could guess. Um, so curious about that. He's probably gonna have a two a t- double practice tomorrow. Uh, slide Dude, defensive the, slide drills. <laughs> Shell. I mean, how different would this be? It's so funny the razor's edge that you live on as a uh, as a fan of Man. professional sports. Like, I was so ready for yo, this game. It to was be gonna, like, we had the we not only like we had the happy lose? music. Like I mean, it was just like that one. Jokic gets mugged on the inbounds pass. Yeah, and then they steal it. They block the shot. I saw some people say they thought that was a bad pass by Michael Porter. I mean, the replays that I saw, I thought yo, were it wasn't fine. bad. Yeah, it's it was... bad if you like have your hand grabs. You can't get the ball. Like yeah. I mean, but you know, it was an imp- it was an aggressive winning play on defense. Oh, you know, I the, thought he fouled. The other frustrating play was the Jokic uh, slap goes out of bounds on no. Yoke when you review it, and it's like, well, actually, technically, yeah, you're like, oh, you're like, like, I wonder okay. how that happened. Like, damn it, we like, gotta, yeah, it wasn't they gotta be able touch the ball. to call those fouls. Like when you're I going know, back and rewatching, if we're rewatching to really find out what the right call was, can it be? Oh wow, he hacked him. And then and when, you're, when you're going through the review, like, what is the refs thinking? Like, yeah, I missed that foul, but it's really out I know, on Jokic. What an he got position. fouled for sure. <laughs> We're not looking at that. For like, sure. do you convince yourself as a referee? Like, I made a mistake, but still, let's still make Yo, the they- ball. Oh, that's a, a makeup. I was about to say, I, as a ref, I would be like, I, I told owe you, them. I said, that's, I, I really what, that's what I told you guys. I'm like, Yoke's going to get to the line on this next one, no matter what happens. And he actually made it, but it was that weird floater. And I was like, oh, I thought he would get a call on that. Um, Ice under Adam's fridge is so right. We could taste the winner's lounge. Oh, we could taste it. It was, uh, it was like hazy juice. This is like with my dog. Sometimes I'll get the treat. And right <laughs> as he goes for it, I'll pull oh, it back. Too, uh, slow. Too, too slow. slow. And then I just laugh at him. Uh, Paul Millsap tonight, dad, <laughs> 16 points, seven Terrible rebounds, three assists, seven of 13. 
two of five from the three point line, which netted us a little bit of money on DraftKings. Am I Yo, right? I dude, I cash in. I know we went three for three. Yo, I went. The only like thing we lost was the game. Yeah, <laughs> I went like nine for nine on my on my DraftKings. Uh, but Paul Millsap tonight. I mean, it is funny that the line on him was zero point five threes. I feel like I'm going to take it every, every time, time. He has zero point five. If they bump that up to one point five, I'm I'm out, staying away. But zero point five, I just feel like Paul makes. A three a game. Yo, for, for the next few games, they're going to have it at the point five. They're uh, just going to keep yeah. on like, please keep on trying it because yes. they think they're going to get you. And they're going to get a lot of people later on down the road. But while he's getting minutes, right. just hammer it. Just keep on going with it because he's our best three-point shooter. Really it doesn't, our best three it doesn't make any sense. Don't try and analyze it. Was, just make money off of it. I nice thought it was going to be Jamal. I thought maybe it would be Monte, it's be Michael Porter. It's, it's Paul Millsap. You guys laughed at me when I said But I, if you think about outcomes of any given Nuggets possession, yeah. where does a Paul Millsap open three from the wing rank on your confidence? It should be number one. It's but way like, up there for me. I'm no, like, it this is. thing's going Dude, in. It's still like really low for me, but it should be the number one. It's like yeah, the yeah, number yeah. one play the Nuggets have. It makes no you're sense. totally right. I'm with D-Line. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really like, I'm like, please don't get to that. But if it gets to that point, shoot it. Just he, shoot it. He's made like 500 threes <laughs> as a nugget, and I've shot all of them around. Yeah, every every, every single, single one. one. Yo, when he hit that first three-pointer, though, yeah, those happy times. The flip side is Jokic, who like when he airballed the three today, Whoa. I was like certain that was in. Like we stood up. We all like had the hands he up. Sure. And then it was like yeah. an airball. You're like, what? Yeah, that was uh, that was deflating. And then he hit a Sambor <laughs> shuffle just for how did they lose this game? Dude, I'm Jokic you, goes for that. I, Jokic should you. like look. He got to be in the locker room looking at every single one of them, just giving them those. Yo, bad I'm eyes. saying like people are kind of upset in these comments. Like, come on, bros. I mean, like we won that game. I don't. I know we no, didn't. They did that, no, no, we, but we, we won that. Not, game. They did not, Eric. They, they did not lost. win that game. Which is we won that game. Yeah, that's actually why. That's exactly. Uh, this is this is a great time to mention oh. who the DraftKings kings of the game is, well, and it king? is Will Barton. No, I'm just kidding. It is <laughs> people would riot and just <laughs> throw their TV. So it's it's Nikola Jokic, of course. 29 points, 15 rebounds, four assists. Uh, his crown is too small, Kale. If I'm being honest, that that oh. crown should have been like way bigger. Crown. Yeah, a larger crown. Yeah, that's it should be like, covering the whole screen. That's how big that's, of a crown. That's how crowns work. They, they I do like the idea of like head. how good of a king of the game it was. The crown gets bigger say, like, or smaller. In, in the world of crowns, that's actually quite large. Yeah. But you know what? 29, 15, 14, even, even more large. It's, so it's bigger. It's bigger for sure. <laughs> it's definitely bigger. It should like hurt his neck to wear. Um, <laughs> God, how does Jokic... <sighs> He's so good. He's just so good. And he is it, so good, dude. I feel like let's like, let's just focus on Jokic. Like I wasn't even part of this game, and I feel like I let him down. You, you know, you like, were part of this game. Number one, well, we're all part of this game. Everyone needs to do their part. This is like uh, in the at the end of Elf when the Christmas magic, the Christmas spirit wasn't strong enough. Dude, everyone turned on the Nuggets. Look what happens. Honestly, this anybody, is on you people. Anybody that's watching this is part of the game because they that's either have I'm to saying. come to the winner's lounge or the loser's lounge. That's true. So you're true. part of the game. Now I'm part of the game now. That's right. I, you are the game. Together, I have dude. to come to the winner's lounge or the loser's lounge. I don't just get to drive home anymore. So, <laughs> so I'm part of it. Do you, do you hear the way he said has to? Like these, like, yeah, who, no, who, who had money on uh, Yoke being the only one ready to go on opening? I know. Right? How funny you is know? that? Yeah. Um, the other two guys that we haven't really – Talked about too much. Monte Morris, PJ Dozier. Dozier had some minutes, kind of like Barton. He had a stretch that I thought was good, and then he had large stretches where I just didn't even notice him. Mon- talk about a guy I didn't notice tonight, Monte Morris. Mm. And, you know, he's one of the most steady guys that the Nuggets have. And so for him to go tonight, one of six from the floor, gets two points, two rebounds, zero assists. Oof. When Monte Morris goes for zero assists and, and one turnover. turnover, well, the turnover was um, offensive foul, I think. What was it? I don't know. There was a weird one uh, that I, I can't remember what it was. Oh, no, it was a travel. Remember when he got led to the corner on oh. that horrible pass? Oh, and they that's travel. Right. Yeah, yeah. So kind of not really his fault. No, this is a bad night for Mr.'s Nuggets. Mr.'s Nuggets. And what, <laughs> Mr.'s Nugget was not great tonight. <laughs> yeah. So, well, that's Sir Nugget didn't have a great night. The combination of Mr. Both Gary and Monte. Mr.'s yeah. Nuggets. Mr.'s Nugget wasn't good tonight. Um, but <laughs> when Monte is that out of because Monte's a consistent dude. Like sometimes he misses shots. But he never goes this over. I mean, he almost had no stats tonight in his um, 16 minutes. You were just about to call him out of sorts, and that's the thing you would never say about Monte. I but I think that I think it hints a little bit at the lineup that Malone mm. was trying to. And again, look, experiment, let's try this stuff out. Yeah. No Jermichael Green or whatever. But putting four point guards out there, and it seems that the ones that took a step back tonight, the ones that took a step forward into the limelight, Will Barton played well in that stretch with the mini lads. Uh, composure played well. Composo and Monte just like didn't do anything. I know I'm supposed to be depressed, but it makes me uh, hearing mini lads make me laugh. Makes me laugh 100. It's hilarious. hilarious. But also <laughs> to go back to Monte, Monte is a player that that he controls everything. He's a person that controls. So 
when everyone else is playing bad, how is he going to control anything when, when things aren't going good? In that second unit, there was no good. There was no positives from the second unit. So he couldn't get his Hartenstein connection that he usually has. Him yeah, and Baku man. didn't get to work alongside each other like they usually do. Composure was playing power forward. So, of course, that's going to be tough. He was not put in a, in a situation to, to, to win. So it was really tough for Monte tonight. So, of course, he didn't stand out in that situation. So hopefully they try to mess with the lineup or, or mess with the matchup just a bit more to, to put him in better situations. And I think that the Nuggets will go further with that or have better games. Yeah. yeah. It's a real bummer that the Nuggets have, you know, the Clippers coming up because the Clippers looked really good in their, their opener against the Lakers. And it's they're the NBA, just, baby. Like it, it goes up, it goes down. Gonna, yeah. They look sharp though. But, but they look they sharp. sharp. Well, all I'm saying is that you want, you know, we've been waiting not that long, but we've been waiting for this. We get all excited. Now it's like, okay, Oh, and one, Oh, and two, should they fall to Owen oh, two? That's even you know just it's a bummer. You've started off in a hole, um, so you now now you're in position where that game becomes a little bit more urgent. Um, so there's that. But um, let's just talk about then some of our more, you know, not silver linings, but just kind of like what are our some of our takeaways about the Nuggets? Not observations from this game, but like okay, what do we need to maybe reassess about this team, or or you know. I'll go first. They're not usually this bad. This is not the Nuggets that we're used to seeing, and we know that they have bounce-back games. Um, their, their team, like the Clippers, Clippers looked really good in the first game because it was it was narrative. There was a lot of narrative about it. Malone ha has a way of getting to his guys. They did yeah. not play good tonight. We, I'm sure that Murray's going to bounce back. He's going to be himself. So You're I sure of it? I'm pretty sure of it. Based on <laughs> seeing how Murray has been over the years, uh, uh, that is a player that – that he knows he understands he did not have a good game tonight. He also fouled out for the third time in his career tonight. Yo, yeah. he's going to bounce back. You imagine he does. He's like, I think I played all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, dude. So my takeaway for the Nuggets just in general is that this was the first game. I mean, what, what are we talking? There's I see in the comments, I see somebody says the goodbye playoffs and the, <gasps> uh, Nikola Jokic should leave Denver. The, the same person. Um, I find that to be a little bit of an overreaction, if I'm being honest. I uh, do, too. I think that uh, I Jamal find that a little <laughs> bit of an overreaction. I think that Jamal Murray played one of the worst games I could ever remember him playing. And uh, that's because all of his other games are better than this game. If, <laughs> if, you, if, if Jamal Murray makes one more basket, we just win this game. Yeah. So like, what are we talking about here, people? Come on. This Nuggets team is still a team, in my eyes, that just doesn't execute very well and i thought that in the playoffs last year they were talented enough to be one of the four final teams they in that standpoint they looked like one of the final four teams but in these close moments of execution of do you dribble it out do you score here um you know like can we get this inbounds pass off the nuggets seem a little loose they always have so it's game one but i do it's just a team that doesn't really those screws need to tighten up man i mean they play well in fourth quarters end of game because Jamal and Yoke are typically awesome, but I don't think they execute well. I think it was that second unit, to be honest with you. I mean, there's a lot of other things that happen, but if you, you know, momentum in the NBA, it's a lot about just rhythm and, and how things are going. And I thought that first unit, we laughed because at the end of the first quarter, they're up six and we're like, it doesn't feel like they're dominating, but if they do this three more times, they win by 20, Yeah, you know, 24. So, um, I, th I think that they had some momentum. That second unit was so clunky and so awkward mm. that it, it was like they had momentum, ran into a wall. And then it was just like a dogfight the rest of the way. Voters right though. Like what? Who's the second unit? Like mm -hmm. who are we talking about? Like it, that, that that's like seven different players. Like it is. Yeah. I like, mean, and, that, and that's part of the thing is them finding out the right to balance. Figure that out. So tonight when Jamichael Green wasn't playing, I thought, okay, there's a great chance Bull Bull is going to get into the game tonight, and that would be fun. You know, like oh, see what that looks like. Now it's tough because if you go up against Sacramento tonight in their second unit. You got Bielitsa. I guess he's a stretch guy. Like he's, you know, he's a good player. Maybe that would have been a tough assignment for Bull because he'd have to really think and and make reads. But you know, now you go up into a Christmas day game. Like is Bull Bull going to make his official debut? Not his bubble debut, but his official debut on Christmas against a very good Clippers team. Like, you know, that's a tough spot to kind of be in. So sounds like a Christmas gift I would ask for. That would be a great Christmas gift, actually. <laughs> That'd be a really good Christmas gift. <laughs> Yeah, if I can't spend time with my family toward ask, making them watch the Nuggets, why did it get for me? Would you rather have ear like Apple AirPods, um, new, a brand new set, or would you rather have Bol Bol get into the game against the Clippers? Dude, AirPods. 
<laughs> Same, because my dog just chewed my nose. Adam, would you go with Bubba? Well, I already have AirPods, so I do too. But I mean, I'll you'll take on, more. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go whatever. I'll go Pod Pod. I always say I'm going to flip things, then I never do. <laughs> I yeah, but when we talk about Bobo and even Zeke Najee not getting into the game, I think that it was it was really ironic because the Kings are not a small team. That's not a small like lineup that they were going up against today. Um, they have Bielitsa, they have Halliburton, Bagley, Barnes, Rashawn Holmes. Those are that's not a small unit for the Nuggets to go with the small unit. I could see if they were just trying to Man, run like and push the pates pace and things of that nature but it was a small unit versus a very big unit and and we've seen that the, the size actually mattered right. so i would have liked to seen bobo or 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 zeke get into the game yeah let's take our last break hopefully harrison wind is ready to join us on the other side i'm very hopeful for that i know the, the air in here is very still it is very still we could use some wind <laughs> um but we'll hit that last break and then we'll, we'll reconvene read these very slowly yeah like it's NPR, give us a give us a really if read these like you are, think Malone gave his speech to the team tonight in the post game. But I would go actually slow and sultry if you could. Slow and sultry. I you know you you, know, you understand that if you, you are, understand that sex sells right. I mean, if you are in the area, oh, okay. stop by the DNVR bar and try Strava's incredible cold brew all over the area. Uh, He's got the very finest of cold brew on tap at the DNVR bar. Honking like a goose. Swing on in and try it sometime. You won't be disappointed. Hey, you can also subscribe now and save 20% with a Strava Craft Coffee subscription. Slow it down. We know a bunch of you are taking advantage of the one-time code, and now you can save 20% off your favorite coffee forever. You do not have to put that credit card info in ever again. If you've never tried the rich CBD-infused Strava Craft Coffee, you can use DNVR20 to save 20% off the first time. Or, every, or use that code to get it off every single order using the subscription service. It's CBD infused, so what does that mean? It's non-euphoric, but you might still notice uh, maybe like an absence of symptoms, Eric. A little Yo. less anxiety, a little less IBS in the morning. I gotta say, like the one thing that keeps me from perpetually not honking like a goose is a feeling that I just... I feel anxiety, and again, my 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 IBS uh, that I'm making up for this ad that flares up. <laughs> I don't feel like honking at all. Drinking Strava Craft coffee, what happens? The honk starts flowing. That's right. My IBS very real, <laughs> and it helps a lot. Thank yeah. you, Strava. Hey, every time we uh, every time we read Strava Craft coffee ads, notice how many times Brendan will hit IBS with vigor. <laughs> I really want you guys to to get that part. Okay, the 2021 basketball season is here, as you guys know. It is. Um, I don't think it is. The Wonderful Nuggets talk about that. I actually don't think it is. The teams around the league again. took the offseason retool and revamp, and DraftKings Sportsbook is uh, ready to roll out another one of their can't-miss offers. To celebrate their turn of basketball, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new players 100-to-1 odds on any featured matchup this week. That's right. All you have to do is bet $1 on any featured matchup this week, and if your team wins a cash, uh, if, if your team wins, you cash a crisp $100. Well, we're all excited for the return of basketball. Let's not forget football's playoffs are right around the corner. So head to the app now. Check out all of DraftKings Daily's odds boosts. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get 100 to 1 odds on any featured matchup this week. That's code DNVR for new players to get a one shot to get a shot at $100 on any featured matchup. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. It is weird that we got all of our bets right tonight and lost the game. Because <laughs> that's like, I'm all these bets are going to hit, the Nuggets are going to win. Yo, they, I know. I They're going to roll. It's little... Uh, we just thought Jamal Murray would have like 18. You know, just like a regular game. Just normal, normal regular game, season yeah. Jamal. Yeah. I do have to say, though, looking at uh, my DraftKings bet slip and seeing all that green, bling, 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 I was very depressed. And then I was like, you know what? It's just game one. And what am I going to do? What am I going to do with my profits, my winnings? Yeah. I'll probably I'll probably watch them. You'll probably just bet more. <laughs> I'll probably, just, I'll probably just, lose yeah. it on the Broncos. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Harrison Wynn sounds like he'll be hopping in here in just a moment. Um, uh, let's see here. So what do we expect out of this next game? Like, what do you guys think will be meaningfully different? And I should say that tomorrow's episode of the DNVR Nuggets show, which will probably post like late. It'll be a thing for you to listen to on Christmas, you know, Yeah. because uh, it'll probably be a little bit late. But it'll be a notebook pod. These ones aren't live. So. Oh, oh, Harrison Wind is calling. Yeah, fantastic. Hold on just one second. The wind so, is calling. The, one of the reasons you need to subscribe to the DNVR Nuggets podcast, if you're coming to us from YouTube, is that not every show is filmed live from the studio. Some some we do at home in our home studios, and those just publish straight to the uh, 
the, the podcast feed. So tomorrow I'm going to be going in. I'm going to rewatch this game tonight, take a bunch of notes, cut a bunch of clips, and I'll talk about that one tomorrow and then post the list for DNVR members, the film study. All right. Is there a, is there a cool breeze Dude, coming look at, in? Look at this man. I can see him. I told him to find a great set. And uh, uh, look at that. Yeah, man. I guess that wall is pretty great. That is not a bad wall. That's a pretty good wall. Can you hear us, Harrison? Uh, we, get, we can't no, hear you. No, we can't hear him. What's going on here? We'll do it live. The guest has muted themselves. Classic. <laughs> day one. It's it's day one. Harrison is having a Jamal Murray esque performance tonight here, and I like that we get to watch him as he as he does. Yeah, this. there's no pressure for Harrison. Yeah, here no at all. pressure for you, Harrison. Live troubleshooting on the internet. Did you get it? Oh no! Oh no, Harrison. Are your settings on your 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 computer? <laughs> well, while he's we'll doing do yeah, while he's doing that, Adam, you might as well tell him where Harrison is at. Uh, the ball arena, ball arena. And how do you think that was? How do I think what was the ball arena? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm actually curious. That's one of the things I want to know. I noticed it looks a lot like the Pepsi center. It does look a lot like it's crazy so. how they made it exactly blue. like that. Blue. Something's going on there. Well, no Harrison. Well, no, no Harrison. Me, I'm sure I'll he'll let, try again. Yeah, let me, I'll, I'll, he'll be like, well, we talked to Michael Malone. He was uh, frustrated with the defensive effort. Uh, he said that <laughs> so that true. is not what they've been practicing all week and that uh, he expected more out of his top stars. We talked to Jokic. He thought the game was fine. Um, <laughs> didn't really said he wasn't concerned. I brought uh, up in the pre presser that they lost the game. And Jokic was not aware. Um, <laughs> what do you think is the person that Malone's going to like go after? Because, you know, there's the one person. You think he goes he, after somebody in the presser? Yeah, he, he's, he always goes after one person to try to basically motivate them or, or push them a little bit more. There's well, always one guy. There's an obvious after. candidate. Jamal. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, he's going to go after them. I don't think it'll be Jamal. I think it'll be MPJ. Oh. If, if, if there is. Man, Spice. Malone going after MPJ after Wait this minute, game they, would they, be they, a... Uh... Is this a tweet you're reading? Do you know this already? Or, or, do, or are we going to bet on this? No, no. I was I would say it would have to be MPJ because I think that he would try to say something about like defense or... Just how how he started out, or just even just trying to make. I mean, how many mistakes he made in the game early, and how he tried to get over. That would be classic Malone, just to be like. Yeah. Everyone says it was MPJ. I think I feel like you cheated. Are you there? I'm here. Can you guys yeah! hear me now? A mighty wind's a blowing. Was Prince. Oh yeah. Um, so Harrison, before we talk about what was said. Uh, we could turn it down a little bit, Kale. There's, I think the echo might be a little loud because the TV monitor is pretty loud. But um, Harrison, so my first question was, what was it like being in a, a completely empty arena tonight? It was wild, man. It, it took me a really long time to adjust just to watching a game live because we've been watching games on TV since March. It, it was just really weird watching a game live. And then being in an empty arena... Uh, I, I was curious, like, would I be able to hear Michael Malone uh, yelling at his players, yelling at Michael Porter Jr.? Would I be able to hear kind of like the trash talk between teams? I couldn't hear anything. The music was so loud in here um, <laughs> that it, it almost felt like a normal volume level where it would be if fans were here. Um, so it was a weird experience for sure. Um, was it like – weird for the players do you think i mean obviously they're used to the bubble but did it feel like we, we've seen some of the stuff on the sideline where they're like trying to manufacture energy because there's no in crowd like could you could you feel that where the players are trying to be extra loud and provide their own energy I, i've got to think they're a little used to it after three preseason games where two were at home um i've got to think they're a little used to it there's just like so many aspects that are that are obviously way different now. There's this whole area. I don't know if you guys can see it on uh, TV, but there's this whole area behind the basket where players are like warming up when they're on the bench. Like during timeouts, Isaiah Hartenstein is like running like the full width of the floor uh, back and forth trying to stay warm. Michael Porter Jr. is like trying to stretch out. I don't even know something. He's not on the floor, especially in the first half. Um, the setup is just is just weird, but I've got to think for the players, four games for Denver now in this type of env environment with no crowd, I've got to think they're used to it by now. 
this this battle between you and the mask you right gotta, now it's it's fantastic you gotta, you gotta I mean, get the mask so it's not on, underneath your chin your chin, the, is your, your, your chin is your biggest enemy here it's a fascinating battle i feel like this is the overtime it's game true, one like, of, of battles your, yeah your chin is your version of my adam like your ultimate <laughs> enemy i believe in harrison he's gonna overcome he is gonna overcome he's gonna come at clutch um, <laughs> okay so um strange atmosphere as to be expected extremely loud noise which i saw everybody at the arena tonight saying that it was like obnoxiously loud the way they pumped the music in um what was said though what was the vibe with the team tonight and also how much just how much access do you have to the team and and you know not loud inside the locker room and and those types of things but how how did this presser go so i'll give you a little bit of background on just what the kind of experience is like for media we go in an entrance we go up to kind of the first con uh concourse and then go to really our seat and we have like I, I don't know like a 30 foot uh area where we can move kind of on the concourse where there are a lot of workstations up. but yeah obviously we can't go into the locker room um we we're not close enough to players or coaches to really get a feel for what they're thinking during the game um after the game we're, we're on zoom like um i would be if i wasn't at the arena and uh michael malone was short tonight very short tonight um he said they lost this game in the third quarter when uh sacramento put up a 36 spot on denver that's when the game was lost and i thought he had a pretty curious comment about michael porter jr i don't know if you guys saw any of the tweets i put out but Porter obviously foul trouble in the first half, three fouls, sat on the bench for a lot of the first half. I thought he really came on the second half, had some big plays, had a steal, had a big block down the stretch. Michael Malone categorized his night as all right. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> didn't really a ton of praise on Porter. And Porter was, I don't know, in my opinion, Denver's second best player tonight. Yeah. Yeah, man. So he seemed frustrated with Porter, which is a real drag because definitely, I mean, there was other players tonight I felt like you could have really um, honed in on with your frustration. What else? Was there anything else from Malone that was noteworthy? Um, Just like there was so much weird stuff tonight from a lot of the questionable foul calls. Um, Jamal Murray's sixth foul. Uh, Nicole Jokic's offensive foul on that screen late in the game. Two super soft calls, it seemed to me. And then the possession that Sacramento won it on when Denver inbounds it to Jokic, he loses the ball. Michael Malone said he thought there was contact there. Um, and then Sacramento obviously goes on to win. Uh, so, so he had that to say. Denver got mm. out rebound tonight, too. Uh, Malone mm. pointed to that as kind of something that did Denver in. <laughs> and then, like, the mistakes and turnovers – I was just kind of stunned that, I mean, maybe I shouldn't have been stunned because, like, we were saying this in the lead-up to the season that Denver always talks about shooting more threes and it never carries over to the regular season. But somehow they only got up 29 threes tonight in an overtime game. That was pretty wild to me. Yeah. Uh, what did Jokic have to say about the game? Yoke, he, he, I felt like he had some good perspective like we would think he did uh wasn't really overreacting pretty much said that denver re relaxed in the third quarter and um i feel like i agree with them uh, they were a little sloppy in the first half it seemed they let sacramento hang around and then the third quarter they just kind of relaxed and got even sloppier and, and that's where the game was lost yeah um what was your take on Jokic's night tonight? Because we've been raving about him um, in his performance. He was incredible. He was incredible. Um, I thought when he fouled Rashawn Holmes out, and then he fouled um, Bagley. Who did he foul out after that? Bagley. Uh, Marvin Bagley out the next play, and then Hassan Whiteside gets on the floor. I thought that was the end of the game right there. Um, but yeah, Yoke was incredible, man. A tri triple double in 28 minutes. Sacramento had no answer for him on the block for for really most of the night. So yeah, I thought he was great. Um, I don't think Denver wanted to play him 42 minutes on the first game of the year against the Sacramento Kings, but um, that's just kind of how the game went. So Malone, 
you know, it's been several years, I think seven, but we know that Malone, Sacramento's a little extra important to him. And it's funny because there have been some oh, gut about punch that. losses to You're the right. Kings over the Malone era. And you have to imagine that part of why he was so short tonight is there's just a little extra whenever they play and lose to the Kings, I, I have to imagine. Definitely, man. And he was pissed. He was pissed <laughs> after this game. I'm trying to keep the long view. And, and like, yes, the Nuggets, th- this felt like a performance from last season a little bit where they really played down to an opponent. Um, Jamal Murray, inconsistent. You know, it seems like Yoke is just carrying them at times. Those are all themes from last season. The bench underperforms, another theme from last season. Um, I I think Denver most likely will probably look back at this game three months from now and just kind of shrug their shoulders, or hopefully they do. But um, I think that's going to be a battle with Malone all year. You know, how does he just kind of – not take one game too heavily even if it is against the kings even if it is the first game of the year and just kind of chalk it up and know that you know this was probably just one game or or at least we hope and then uh will bar or i'm sorry michael porter did you catch his presser today yeah porter also spoke and um i thought this was an interesting quote from him uh, because malone obviously hit him for really foul trouble and then not really rebounding Porter only had five rebounds tonight in uh, 30 minutes. I mean, that's fine for a small forward, but we know Porter's capable of a lot more and they need him to rebound a lot better than that. Uh, Porter said, quote, I can't let that stop my aggressiveness. I can't get five rebounds in 30 minutes. Mm. So um, I think he's encouraged. My read is he's encouraged by his performance tonight. Um, but super frustrated. What happened to Jamal Murray tonight? Jamal, I mean, it it seemed like to me that he was like playing in uh, in shoes that were two sizes too big for him. Like it it seemed like he just didn't have that quickness that he had in the preseason. Do you Um, think he forgot his shoes? Yeah, was he actually wearing? I mean, Did he have I to borrow Jokic's or something? Bull bulls. I don't know. Bulls, the only one that brought extras today. But um, he just didn't have that spark uh, to his game. Yeah. He, he didn't have that first step. It feels like he never got in a rhythm tonight, and uh, that was surprising because I thought he looked really good in the preseason. And um, I mean, it's tough. Like the Nuggets are are going all in on offense this year. Or at least that's my read. You know, they want to be like an elite, elite offensive team. Well, they're going to need more from Jamal Murray then. And look, it's just one night. Um, yeah. It's just one night. And I'm sure Jamal will be fine. But weird. Yeah. Just weird for him to go one of nine with um, all this momentum that he had heading into the season. Well, do you have any other takeaways or any other things that you think is, uh, you know, you want to share about the experience that I'm, I know fans are wondering, you know, all, jealous of you getting to see this like private yeah, game it's almost it's almost like a private showing that yeah. you got invited to of the denver nuggets with the h it feels like i'm watching one of those secret scrimmages like in, that they have yeah. in college that they don't let anybody know about and you kind of yeah. have to like get what the score is from a source um it's weird man it's going to take some time getting used to for sure I do got to say, though, that like everything went pretty smoothly. Um, You know, there weren't any hiccups, like in terms of the game presentation. It pretty much just seemed like a regular game in terms of like the music getting pumped in, um, what was going on, like on the Jumbotron. The Jumbotron is fully operative. It looks like, you know, it would for a normal game. Um, It's just odd, man. The crowd noise, the crowd noise isn't as... um, central as i thought it would be you notice it on free throws i'd say uh you notice it like like that's really the only time you really notice it so it's not as big of a factor as i thought it would be or it's not as noticeable as i thought it would all righty well harrison thanks so much man obviously great reporting everybody want to check out his article tomorrow it'll be up on the dnvr.com he'll provide even more context to tonight uh harrison thanks so much buddy that was great stuff harrison i missed you I we missed miss you buddy so um 
yeah, that was, it was great, man. I love that. This, uh, this getting to see him, you know, inside I the know. arena. It was like really, really cool. It feels like uh, it feels like our little boy all grows up. He does feel like he's all grows up, and it is hilarious that his mask just. Um, Really letting him down. Well, it turns out it's not. It's the mask not designed to give a, a press conference. <laughs> That's true. I've never had the mask fall off my face, but I don't have that great of a job. Yeah, but yeah, you know. you're usually not just like talking constantly for 45 That's minutes. That's true. Well, Barton did not because he hasn't gone yet. Oh. <laughs> Fantastic. Classic. Did you have any uh, thoughts that you'd like to interject? Yeah, I just or? thought, you know. Uh, <laughs> I thought wind was good. I thought wind was great. Um, oh. All right, before we get out of here, guys, let's make a prediction for the next game because we we're not going to see everybody until Christmas. When, and by the way, oh. we hope everybody has a very, very, a very oh. happy Christmas. Unless you don't celebrate it, in which case, who cares? We will see you Christmas evening. We'll wish you an even more emphatic happy Christmas oh, at baby. that point. Or Merry Christmas. Maybe it's, it's a Merry Christmas winner's lounge. <laughs> they say Mer- Happy Christmas or Merry yeah, Christmas. Happy Christmas is like, it's, it's like, Christmas. it's Merry Christmas. Well, the Happy Christmas yeah. is like very uh, happy Dickensian. It's like, mm. like, the Tiny Tim would walk in and be happy, like, Christmas. happy Christmas to all. <laughs> um, Dev, give me a bold, a bold prediction, man, for uh, for Christmas game. My bold prediction is Jamal Murray bounces back with a with a oh. huge game. <laughs> we had a, we had a hilarious comment on it, and it was a hundred percent right. It's like when we get bird, but they're right. They're like your guys' bold predictions. None of them are bold. On these, like, on our preseason things, and it was like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And Maybe possibly they... none of them are right either. Right? <laughs> I know we should have been bold. We were like mild and wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so you bold. think he bounces back? Yeah, I think Again. he bounces back. He'll have a thirty-five point game. Oh, is that pretty bold? It's a Christmas. That's really bold. That's what look at Dad just looking at me. He like, I'm, I'm pretty bold. Pretty. 35-point game, so I like it. He did, struggled, you know, against the Kings, but when he go up against, you know, Kawhi and Paul George, oh, that's where he's going to really go off. My prediction is contingent on something, which is always a great start Ooh. for a prediction. If Jamichael Green cannot go again, Bull Bull plays on Christmas. Whoa. That's a great that's a great present, man. That's a great, a fantastic present. Unless Better like, than AirPods, I would go ahead and say. That is unbelievable. Uh, AirPods are great. Uh, Eric, what would you, uh, what's your bold take? My bold take is that, um, what is my bold take? My God. I mean, this is like. So we're in such a hilarious headspace. I, when I say we, I mean all of Nuggets Nation right now. I mean, I just love this overreaction. It is uh, 100% pure comedy. Um, the Nuggets are fine. They're going to be fine. Like, they're going to play the Clippers tough. Uh, I don't know if they win the game, to be honest. Like, the the Clippers have a lot more motivation. I mean, they're, like, definitely on a – It is uh, so true, yeah. They're, they're, they're on a, like, full revenge tour. Like, they have just been slandered We're more to prove than anyone, right? Yeah, they've been slandered argue. nonstop since. And it's a game where there's no actual pressure. So players like Playoff P can uh, show off his wares and his goods. When he looked good, it man. Does. Yeah, he I know, because yeah. there's no pressure. It's the first game of the season. Like, that... That's that's a mentally weak player. Like he's entirely talented, but he's weak mentally. He just dropped one of the kings. I know. Wow. Coming yeah. up swinging. Yeah. Oh, dude. Bubble wasn't that, that long. This game has not gotten Eric <laughs> down, man. Are you kidding? Yeah. He's still shooting Yo, from the hip. Irrational fan. Playoff P, playoff P is a mentally weak player. I'm all right, sorry. all right. We got it. We, we he's going to play well. We've heard your slander on Paul George. He's like going. going. I feel awkward with no. There's no pressure this man. Um. So, man. My bold take will be that Michael Porter scores 20 again. I think he's going to go for 20 because tonight, it's funny, he was in foul trouble. Didn't think he was particularly sharp, you know, early on. Still wound up with all those points. And, like, every game – here's my Michael Porter take. And we saw this in January of last season. Every time game he plays well, his confidence the next game goes up and it becomes momentum. He got hurt. He had to sit out all that time, then went back in the rotation and has never got – it took a while to get the confidence back. But every game he plays well, that confidence goes up. He, he stacks another one on there. It's over. It's over. It's over. Confidence. It's going to – even Malone can't break his confidence. Man, my only pushback would just be on the bold aspect and I'm like say it as a joke. Oh, you don't even it, think that's bold. Well, I mean, you just watch it tonight and you go – well, that was easy. Yeah, it was. It was a really easy 24. It is easy, but when you go back and watch the shots that he makes, you're like, man, that's a tough shot. But he just makes but it look easy. Shots. Yeah, they shots. are his shots. Dude, there were so many times when he shot, and we were using, like, last year's metrics to judge him by. And then they just went in, and we're like, oh, right, yep. Yeah. He should shoot it every time. <laughs> every, then every time he had the ball, we're like, go up! Rise up! Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this was a lot of fun, guys. Thank you so much. The yeah. ones inside. If you're in 
the winner's lounge, yep. you know, everybody comes. The yep. casuals, the, I'm you know, sure the, 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 every type of fan comes to that one. The loser's lounge, man. That's Yo, the diehards. These are the homies. Yeah, the, the homies, man, they're in the chat tonight. And they're, you know, I mean, they're, they're burning there was a little bit of, yeah, I was going to say, there was some real great, great conversation. There's some haters <laughs> we'll that talk, got in there. We'll talk in the chat tonight. Yeah, the, the chat is definitely hating hey, itself. But you, you guys know, get this one. You guys get this one. It's opening night. It was tough. But it's a long season. Stick it. Stick with it, all right? And win or lose, we always have fun here in the lounge. So thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. We'll see y'all next time. You guys are the best. We out. 0-1, baby. <laughs> we out here, man. We out oh, shit. Damn it, we're the losers, Paul. All right, guys. Going to tell you about WGT one more time. Starting this Friday, December 25th. That's Christmas. All the way through Sunday, the 27th, we'll be hosting the Ho Ho Hole-in-One Challenge at Aaron Hills Golf Course on WGT. All country clubs can participate and better yet, anyone can win. That's right. All you have to do is join DNVR4 Country Club. If you haven't played already, head to Aaron Hills Golf Course and enter into the closest to the whole challenge. We do this every single week. We make a closest to the whole challenge one. All you have to do is download WGT onto your phone, join the clubhouse DNVR4, and then look for the clubhouse tournament which is the Ho 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 Hole-in-One Challenge. Submit your screenshot on your pinned Twitter thread, DNVR Sports. Every Thursday through Friday, we tweet out the competition. Reply to that uh, pinned tweet with your score, and you're automatically entered in to win. A random person wins every single week, so this is super simple. It's literally free. It's actually fun, and you can win a free mask and T-shirt that will be sent right to your door. So don't forget, download WGT Golf on your phone and join the Country Club DNVR4. You go to Country Clubs, you search for DNVR4, you ask to join, and then you participate in our weekend closest to the whole tournament. Hope to see you out there. We always have a lot of fun with it, and Harrison Wind is a little too cocky. We need people to join that are better than him, because I sure as hell I'm not. Merry Christmas, everybody.